this is a project um, Pastor Bomi and I started uh, a year or a little bit more ago. And okay. I don't know if you've had the chance to listen to some of our earlier recordings, but um, the title is The Truth Is. And we just try to have the opportunity for women to talk about the truth of God's love and presence okay. in their life. And for this year, we're targeting a little bit more specific conversations around women's testimony of how they've come into their faith and how God has revealed his truth initially to them. Right. Okay. And, um, we really are hoping and praying and God sort of has downloaded this idea in hopes for the new believer or um, people who are kind of young in their faith to kind of understand sort of those early journeys. And, and when you feel kind of like the, the wobbly or kind of in my mind, the toddler in your faith and kind of how you feel unsure of, mm -hmm. am I doing this right? Or, you know, um, you know, we almost are ready to give up and just yeah, kind of. That's real. Yeah, these words of encouragement and and just understanding that all of us are are on different journeys, but God's truth is universal, mm -hmm. and hopefully just to be encouraging to those women. So that sounds awesome. Um, I will just um, ask the Lord right now in prayer. God, thank you so much for Danielle, and thank you for this opportunity, as always, to just come before you and. Um, offer our thanks, first of all, and just to, to be in a, a, a spirit of worship, Lord God, everything we do, we want to give you glory and we want to take the time to worship you. And as we worship you, we just offer encouragement and we thank you that whatever you want this message to be for women, that that message will shine through and that women will see the truth of who you are in everything we do. In Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Um, so Danielle, thank you for anybody listening. We welcome you to the Truth Is podcast. Um, thank you for tuning in. Um, today we are hearing from Danielle about your faith story and how you came to know uh, Jesus as your Savior. So we are going to just jump in right there. Can you share a little bit about how you came to understand God in, in your life? Absolutely. Um I actually accepted Jesus as my personal Lord and Savior when I was seven years old. Um, I grew up in a Christian household and I grew up in church. My parents were heavily involved in the ministry and, um, you know, encouraged and required my sisters and I to be just as involved. Um, okay. So my faith in Christ has always been a part of my life, but reaching an understanding and an awareness of what it means to have in a relationship with Christ probably did not come until um, my mid twenties, you know, after you've experienced life and you've experienced some letdowns and pitfalls and mistakes. And, mm -hmm. you know, you kind of have to look at yourself in the mirror and, you know, say, I, I know that I'm a Christian. I know that I've been born again. I know that Christ lives with on the inside of me, but am I accessing that? Um, so that's my faith story, you know, just that I came, uh, of course, like I said, grew up in church. I know the Lord, knew the Lord, know the Lord, but really knowing and understanding what it meant to be a Christian and what it meant to live a Christian lifestyle and to fully rely on the power of Christ did not come until, um, my mid twenties. You know, that's very interesting. You say that because I, I hear a couple of things, like so many of us, you know, we do what we're told, mm -hmm. right? 
And then, then we have these moments where we have to make a personal decision Absolutely. to have a relationship with Christ, mm-hmm. right? Right. And I think that's so powerful because that story is very common. A lot of people, you know, grew up in faith-filled families, and they're just going through the motions. They're just, and not right. to say that that's your story, <laughs> no, <right>. but, um, <laughs> um, but you know, this is just a culture. It's a cultural thing more than anything, right? Absolutely. And it it doesn't become about the relationship. And so I'm wondering if you don't mind sharing, like how would you say, what was the difference or what has the difference been once you transitioned from, okay, this is just what we do in our family Mm -hmm. to I have a relationship with Christ now. Yeah. I mean, uh, the difference is like night and day, right? (laughs) Mm -hmm. So, you know, it is a lot of going through the motion because that's what you're told to do and that's what you're expected to do. But I would say the biggest difference for me is that I live a life knowing that I don't have to be stressed out all the time. Mm -hmm. I don't have to overcompensate. I don't have to be anything but what Christ created me to be. Um, I think for so long I did that and it was a very stressed out place to be. Um, Just always worried, filled with anxiety, um, kind of wondering Mm. how I could achieve. Um, I'm an overachiever, I think by nature. And I think (laughs) as women, we do that, right? You know, try to find the next hat. Um, Which hat can we wear? Which hat can we replace? And I, I did a lot of that. And so I think once I finally came to know that Christ on the inside of me was the hope of glory, <laughs> as we yeah, learned, yeah. Um, I realized that hope would not fade. And, and even when I felt like, you know, I wasn't enough in myself and learned that I didn't have to be, um, that's when the relationship really began to deepen. And I really started to understand what it meant to fully rely and depend on Christ as my Lord and Savior. Wow. That was a whole, th- listen, that was a whole series right? <laughs> because it, it turns from an outside to an inward thing, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Not yeah. For anybody else is for you. And like you said, that hope never fades. And so um, what I hear in that is that's the eternal grace that we get every morning, Absolutely. right? So God believes in us no matter what we do, right? right? No matter. No matter if I have all the dinner cooked or no matter if yes. I have gotten straight A's and if you're in college or whatever, no matter if I, you know, am up to go into all the services, yeah. you know, <laughs> all the things, right? God, God has come into my life and he has freed me from sin yes. every day, no matter what I am doing and desires for me to be in relationship with him. Yes. That's amazing. That's that's my story. Then that's absolutely correct. That's that's the truth. Um, and so, what would you say now? Once you kind of develop this relationship with Christ, is there a particular moment that you could share, or or that you feel like where God really just showed up for you, mm-hmm. and you're like, you know, I I am. I am so thankful, right, that I've I've now transitioned from, I'm just going through the motions, but I have this relationship where God really just uh, manifested and showed up and you're like, this is, thank you. Thank you that I know God. Yeah, yeah I, I've had <laughs> many of those experiences, um, yeah. but the one that is um, kind of most, um, the most important, I guess I would say, and maybe that's not the right word, um, when you're, when you're dealing with sickness, um, mm-hmm. and when you 
have been given a diagnosis that Mm -hmm. you can't do anything about. So my Mm -hmm. story um, was that of fertility issues um, Mm. and having years and years of um, uh, issues as a, as a result of multiple fibroids um, Mm. and living kind of in the shadows and, um, you know, as women um, experiencing of issues and not to go into a whole lot of detail it can be very lonely and you know you feel isolated and going from doctor to doctor uh trying to determine and figure out what to do what steps to follow you know there's so much advice and so much information you could take in um but for me it was the point where in and of myself I knew that everything that I um could try or do advice that I took it was only going to be the hand of God that was going to mm-hmm. deliver me and allow me to experience um, not living in that situation and mm-hmm. also becoming a mother. Um, so I made the decision back in, I believe it was 2013. And, and this is right around the time that I actually started coming to Kings Park. Um, and in 2014, I received the word of the Lord mm-hmm. um, or, or actually um, Pastor Lynette had um, spoke forth prophecy in the service about uh, a woman who was having issues with fertility and, and, and experiencing various things. And that woman was me, you know, it wasn't a moment where you walked up to the pulpit and you were praying for it. It was just a moment where you knew she was speaking to you and you lifted oh, your hands yeah. to receive that. So I had surgery um, to address the issues that I was having, but as a result of the surgery, I experienced a lot of scarring and um, things that were going to, according to doctors, make it impossible for me to conceive. But fast forward um, to 2020, I have a five-year-old. <laughs> um, oh, I, my husband and I got pregnant. We conceived. I carried almost to full term. And I know that's only the hand of God. I know through her, that is the promise of God personified in my life um, because of all of the years of just being told no and being told that I wouldn't and me striving and trying to figure out, you know, what can I do, but reaching a point to just yield that over to the Lord and then receiving prophecy and just believing by faith and God moves. So that, that is, that's how I know that God is real. That is how I know that he is a uh, miracle working God. And that's how I know that he desires to give us the desires of our heart. Um, so that, that's, that's the, probably the greatest testimony in my life amongst many others. Woo. That is a miracle. Yes, it is. (laughs) I just got chills. I feel like a chilly wind. (laughs) Oh, that is amazing. Praise God. Yes. I thank God every day. I I mean, you know, you're never worthy and, and that's, and that's, you know, we're, we're not worthy, but God sees us as worthy and, I just thank him every day for that. I thank him for giving me the gift of being someone's mom. Um, and, and you know, I think that's something that all women want at some point, you know, whether it's natural or, you know, adopting or whatever the case may be. But he gets the glory for that entire, the, this story. He gets the glory for that. Absolutely. And, you know, that's such a... Um large issue for so many women, no matter mm-hmm. where they're at with their, with their journey to motherhood, right? Yes. Whether they're hoping and believing, whether they're managing motherhood, you know, motherhood is just such a, 
um, huge part of womanhood. Yes. Um, and so I just wonder, Danielle, if you could speak into the heart of women who are along this journey and if you have like words of encouragement for those who are in the waiting process. Sure. Um, yeah. I, I would say that this is wherever you are in this journey now is the time for you to pray and it's the time for you to trust that God has a plan for you he has a plan for your life he has a plan for your future he has a plan for your future children yeah I would encourage you to get to the point where you can shut down all of the outside noise and shut down all of the opinions even the things that you are kind of you know, self-inflicting, you know, I know me personally, I was constantly reading things and looking up research Mm -hmm. and trying Mm -hmm. this vitamin and trying this and trying Mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. I would say, get to a point where you are willing to trust that only Jesus Christ through the power Mm -hmm. of the Holy Spirit Mm -hmm. can move on your behalf to create that Mm -hmm. miracle that you've been looking for and just trust him no matter what. Um, I've been there and I know, and I know, how it feels. I know how it feels to, you know, be made to feel inadequate. I know how it feels Mm -hmm. to go into doctor's offices and, you know, from doctor's office to doctor's office and be mistreated and and not listened to. So to that, I would also say that I pray that Christ will give you, he will speak. You open your mouth and you allow him to fill it in terms of advocating for yourself um, and that he would lead you and direct you in the path of those healthcare providers that are going to um, be led by the spirit of God to move mm-hmm. um, and, and do what it is that they've been trained to do um, as far as fertility and, um, and, and having children are concerned. But I, I'm just praying with you. I'm praying for you and know that God is in control. So mm-hmm. that's what I would say. Amen. Thank you. Thank you for that. The, the sort of, I'm not, I'm anybody who knows me. I, I love the Lord, but I can't recall like the exact scriptures when I need to never, it never <laughs> comes to me. But the one that, I'm, the one that kind of dropped in my spirit is sort of perfect love casts out fear. And Absolutely. I think fear w- women, you know, w- there's so many things that we go through mm-hmm. that are causes fear but when women are trying to go through this journey of fertility I think that there's fear uh, you know health fears but then there's this kind of fear that you're going to run out of time yeah right yeah that's Um, a real fear and so um, I just want to speak to any anybody who's listening right that when that when 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 you hear that verse perfect love cast out fear just know God loves you perfectly every every specific way that you are no matter what the doctors tell you no matter what you know women other women tell you right yeah. even in our best ways that we try to be careful and good <laughs> good christian women we we mess up That's right true. sometimes That's we so mess true. up with our kind words just know that god loves you perfectly that is the truth that he is the truth perfectly. he does he loves and, us and 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 just let that console any fears that you might have. Amen. Um, and he has such a plan for your life, right? Yes. Plans to prosper you um, that are that are good for you. And so, because um, I, I just, I, I know that that fear of running out of time is such a large one for so many women. Um, and thank you for, you know, sharing and speaking into that. Because that's, and I think it's also such a, 
topic that women are very cautious yeah. about sharing. Yeah, and, and I, yeah. I can understand why. So, you mm-hmm. know, my prayer, again, I'm aligning myself with the words that you just spoke as well into the lives of women in that position right now. Yeah, yeah. Well, thank you so much for sharing that. Um, I think that's going to be a blessing for so many who are going to listen to this. Um, Danielle, what would you say uh, to a new believer, someone mm-hmm. who has gone through something and they've said, okay, you know, I don't have anything left but to try God, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> because that's, I mean, that's, that's also a very real thing in our life, especially right now. We're seeing things we've never seen before. If we've lived a life. Um, what, what would you say to a new believer that is specific to your faith journey that, you know, is very real to you about who God is, uh-huh. what the truth of God is, that just to encourage them to keep seeking God? I would say that you're right, first of all. And that's something that my mom would always say. We don't have any other choice but to trust God. Um, <laughs> we don't have any other choice. You know, I didn't understand that growing up, but I know that now to be absolutely true. Um, the scripture that comes to mind for me um, is John 15, where he, the parable is, 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 is um, being spoken about the vine and the branches and mm-hmm. how Christ is the vine and we are the branches. And apart from him, we can do absolutely nothing. nothing. Um, mm-hmm. I would say that. I would say that to whoever you are, wherever you are, apart from Christ, we are absolutely nothing. We can try. And in our own in our own power, you know, we don't have any power, but sometimes we think we do our own strength, our own might. We can achieve, but we will never reach the point of fulfillment without him in our life. And that's that's a, a journey that I had to take. I had to come to the place where, you know, I realized finally, okay, Danielle, you can have these letters behind your name and you can have this mm-hmm. and you can have that. But mm-hmm. without Christ, I am nothing. And I would just say, mm-hmm that where you are is where you're supposed to be. He wants you mm-hmm. at a place where you mm-hmm. have emptied everything of yourself. And so that you're at the place where you realize he is the one that's going to fill you up to overflow. Um, it is, it's a joy that you will not be able to explain, describe, but it, the power of Christ will be upon you so that people will even notice, not that you look different, but they will notice that there's something different about you Mm -hmm. when you make that decision to just yield everything over to Christ and say, okay, Lord, I'm throwing up my hands and surrender to you because you are the vine. I've tried and I I failed. I may have, I may have succeeded, but I feel empty. And I know that there is something else and that something else is you. So uh, that's what I would say to someone who um, really needs to just go ahead and surrender. And I, I, I was mm-hmm. at someone and it's, it's yes. an everyday surrender, you know? So I'm not sitting here speaking like, you know, I still don't need to throw yeah. up my hands and surrender. I have to do that every day, but you have to reach the point where you realize that in surrendering, um, that is, that is where he fills you up. And that is where he gives you his power and his might to do what it is that he's placed you in the earth to do. Listen, I, I, I agree. I agree with every, all of that. And I, cause you said something earlier about being, you know, a, a high achiever, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> you might've said over, and I think, you know, now, especially, you know, right now, everybody's all on, I'm going to set all these new right, goals right. and I'm going to try to, 
fill my time and be more purposeful. And I think, you know, all of us can get kind of caught up in this wave of I'm going to do more things. I'm going to do more. Right. Right. Um, And what that, that scripture talks about is, you know, we can set all the goals we want, but if it is not connected to Christ, if it's not connected into who God is and what he says about us, then, you know, it'll wither. It's not going to be, it's not going to grow. And so, in our goal setting, we have to connect to the source, yeah, right? We yeah. have to figure out if it really is what we're supposed to be doing. So just kind of take a moment and 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 in prayer, yeah, uh, uh, a lot <laughs> of figuring moments. That. <laughs> a lot. A lot. We all yeah. listen. We all get. We get these wonderful ideas, and we you know we want to. We see ourselves doing great things, and and that's wonderful. But um, you know, just taking the time to root it in who God says, says, says we are. Yes, I agree um, with that. Which is really important. Um, well, I appreciate your time. Do you have anything else you'd like to share? We really um, are hoping and encouraging anyone listening to connect to um, certainly Kings Park. We're available online. Mm-hmm. Um, you can come find us in um, the Raleigh-Durham area um, if you are local. Uh, but anything else you'd like to share, Danielle, about you know your experience with God and God's truth and um, that you feel like would help someone? I would say, you know, along the lines of connecting with Kings Park is you need to connect with a Bible believing church. <laughs> you know, yeah. you need, and, yeah. and even though we're separate, you know, we're, we're all not back yeah. in the sanctuary right now. Yeah, we're not. We, yeah. we need to find a way to connect. And I know that is one of the pillars um, at Kings Park yeah. is community. Yeah. Um, so yeah. the walk of Christ, the walk with Christ is not one to be done alone. Um, so find yeah. a, a body of believers, find a church um, that is preaching the word of God. Uh, Kings Park is one of those churches. And that's why we <laughs> are is. a part of, um, we've grown tremendously as a result of being a part of the ministry. But I, I think that would be the Absolutely. last thing that I would say is just to um, find that tribe uh, ordained by God to help you help push you forward into what it is that he has for you. Well, and I think that's one of the, the lies the enemy wants us to believe, especially yeah. now, right? Because with all of this um, sort of disconnection and social distancing that is, we have to do, we have to say, say, they, we think we can kind of do this kind of faith journey on well, our own can't. and <laughs> we can't, we, we have to still try to be intentional, exactly. even if it's, you know, a friend that you know that you can read the Bible with or who can encourage you and, you know, pray with you or you have to have other believers who (laughs) that you share this life with who can point you to the source and so um however you know certainly we we want you to connect to um a faith-filled bible-believing church absolutely um and and definitely we encourage you to support and find king's park but whatever's close to you whatever's (laughs) close to you we we want we want this anybody to be listening anyway at this point there really is no excuse because you can just tap the link (laughs) everybody is close enough to some type of device to to, to watch or to tune in so i yeah i absolutely agree absolutely Daniel, thank you so much for your time. I, I tell people all the time, I'm always excited because I get to listen to these first. <laughs> and this is, um, so for me, when Pastor Romy first mentioned this to me, it's a couple of years ago now at the women's conference, 
you know, it was something that was on my heart and I was just so amazed at how God just sort of dropped it. And I was like, oh, God, are you, are you serious? Really? We had talked about this. I didn't know. But, um, but for me, especially right now and last year, uh, it was, I needed, I needed this encouragement, right? It was something that I wanted to do to talk to other women, to hear from other women, just to keep me going oh, yeah, in times that. where, you know, it just felt like, oh, everything's so heavy. Mm-hmm. I need to hear from other believers. And I wanted to hear from people in my own community. Does that make Absolutely, sense? Yeah. Right. So, you know, we could, like you said, we can watch TV all day and hear from very, you know, fire filled faith mm-hmm. believers, but it's nice to have that community touch. So thank you on behalf of the women of Kings Park and even those that might be listening elsewhere. Um, thank you because it matters that you know, you're someone that is a part of our body um, sharing with them. So I appreciate your time. I appreciate you inviting me and, you know, Pastor Bomi, this is (laughs) definitely an honor. So I appreciate being a part of it. Thank you for listening to The Truth Is, a podcast by the Women's Ministry at Kings Park International Church in Durham, North Carolina. Mm-hmm.